Hello and welcome. This is the Millennial Ill Podcast. I'm Erin, and the other voice you'll soon be hearing beside me is my best friend, Rachel. Just a Midwest girl. A Midwest you know? girl is just a journey song. <laughs> we go way back. Quite frankly, we're both in it so deep with each other, we can't walk away. I remember, yeah. like, chicks in school would be, like, meeting guys off MySpace. They would just have them pick them up in the school parking lot. And then I just remember thinking that was the most fucking craziest thing and be like, I wonder if I'm going to see them on the news. <laughs> now we have Tinder. Oh, God, and I, I do see those Tinder. people on the news. Can't trick me, Norman Bates. I got my mother stuffed in the basement, too. That's why we decided to start this podcast. Look, we both like to talk shit and have fun. With all that being said, this podcast is solely for entertainment purposes only. I don't want to believe that. Well, I'm pretty sure you're probably not that fun in real life, so move on. Get a life, get a clue, and most importantly, fuck off. With all that being said, welcome to the show. So, you know, I'm a good person, and uh, as you can see, I'm home alone, so, like, my brother texted me and was like, hey, can you let the dogs out before you go? Yeah, problem, no problem, no problem at all. (laughs) Thank God I had the sense to leave Bellatrix Pup Strange in the house, because it would have been ten times worse. So I let Baron Rogue and Tonks out. Uh Uh-huh. I'm not really paying attention. They go taking off towards the back. Whatever. All of a sudden, I see a fucking tail. A tail? A tail. Okay. And it's a very bushy tail, and it doesn't belong to a fucking dog. Oh, shit. I'm like, oh, my God. They finally got a fucking squirrel. (laughs) Like, they caught it? I I don't even know what the fuck happened, because all of a sudden... I'm just, like, seeing them, like, hopping around this chair in the back, like, this patio chair. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I go back there, and I see, like, a tail and a leg hanging out. And I'm like, oh, my God. And, like, Tonks, the little fucking English bulldog, Mm -hmm. is, like, just trying to grab at it, grab at it. And it's, like, twitching it. But I don't know if it's alive or dead, because, like, it's twitching one second and not moving at all. And I'm just like, holy fuck. Like, I get my two away, because they're chicken shits at the end of the day. But Tonks... (laughs) Is just being fucking stubborn, and I'm just like, go, 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 go. Finally get her and Baron Rogue into the house, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I, like, texted my brother. I was like, there's a fucking dead squirrel in the yard. What do you want me to fucking do? He's like, well, go see if it's dead or not. Oh, like they, so they did kill it, or you you don't know if they killed it. Oh, I know if it's alive or dead, because I had to walk up to the fucking chair and tip it on its side. (gasps) You had to touch it? No, no! Oh. But, like, it was, like, it was, like, fucking, um... Who was that? Fucking Dick Grayson. He was like the Robin with the families that were acrobats. Uh, yeah. yeah. The fucker is like hanging like an acrobat on the side of the chair. So like I'm like lift as I'm lifting it up, I'm just seeing it hold on and like cling harder to the chair. And I'm just like, I just start thinking about like any fucking like <laughs> comedy movie that I ever seen where like they face off with a fucking like squirrel or something. And then it's like going to attack me in the face. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just trying to see if you're alive or dead, bro. I don't really fucking care. <laughs> like, I gotta tell them to come outside with a shovel later on or not. <laughs> and, like, I go to fucking, like, t- I go to, like, try to shake it off. It's not moving, but it's hanging on, and I'm like, oh, my uh, God. That's so great. But it's making dead eye contact with me. Okay. 
So I did what any fucking respectable adult would do, I guess, in that situation. I just pushed the fucking chair over and ran. <laughs> That's honestly what I would have done <laughs> if I if I saw that. That's not abnormal. <laughs> no, but I was just like, what the fuck? It's like your knee-jerk reaction is to be like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this one. Yeah. And I'm just like, I just want to fucking go. And then I get in the house because I, like, shoved them in. Tonks pooped on the floor. I was like, oh, I love you, girl. Thank you. And as I'm cleaning that up, Bear was eating dirty carrots in the yard from God knows where. And all of a sudden, it's bleh. And I'm just like, I guess I'm not allowed to have a life, right? <laughs> this all happened before you left the house? Literally. Like, like I walked, work, yeah, I, I got home at, like, 6.30. What time are the boys coming home? I don't know. They're putting in a floor. Oh, man. Well, I hope the dogs are okay. Yeah, everyone's fine. Like You managed to, like... I managed it. Everyone got what they fucking wanted. I'm so impressed that you did that in, like, 20 minutes and getting home from work. Because I texted you at 6.40 that I was at my parents' house just waiting to pick you up. And then at, like, 7.09, you told me you were ready. So the fact that that happened in that small gap of a window... Because I was just like, I'm leaving. I am leaving this fucking house. I'm not dealing with another fucking thing. Honestly, sometimes you have to. Sometimes you're like, I just have to go. Because if I'm, if you stood any, stay any longer, something fucking else would have happened and then you would have been like... Yeah, but like, my night's done. I guess I can't go out today. Yeah, I was like, this is what I get for trying to be flexible or trying to be a little more social. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I was like, can't I just come home and like everything be chill for once? I know. Um, also, we're we're driving and having this podcast because you know it's just what we're doing right now. Right. So if anyone hears any weird noises, that's why. Honestly, though, we've laughed the hardest in the car before. Oh yeah, like I feel like all of our car rides are just filled with joy. And there's <laughs> yeah, like there's been times we've laughed so hard we cried. Oh, I remember, like, being slap happy and, like, us going to the gym. That was a fucking great time. just, like, peeing my pants because I I don't know what we were even like. First of all, we went to a terrible gym. We went to the Planet Fitness that was, like, what Planet Fitness did we go to for a really long time? The one in, like... Um, it was like down Big Beaver. It was yeah, like whatever. It was whatever, but it had the whole like cast of the Jersey Shore in there. Yeah, it was literally karma. Like if, if if the gym was a nightclub, it would have been karma. Like these girls would come in full makeup and perfume and start sweating to the point like you had to move machines because yeah. they like wafted through the whole building. <laughs> that was the one we saw the fight in. Yes, there was always something going on at that gym. No one was there to work out. I'm convinced. never. I'm no, convinced. it must have been a nightclub in the back we just never i remember you were terrified of some guy that was working out in the hoodie oh yeah because he he like scared he the way he had his hoodie on and, and he was there every single time we were there yeah so he was always there and i think like we made eye contact that day and i was like a little freaked out for some reason i just don't understand why he'd wear a hoodie in the gym yeah, I don't know why that freaked me out so bad. I was so paranoid about that. <laughs> it's okay. You were, like, 19 at the time. Yeah, I was super. I didn't know any better. Right. You know what popped up on my timeline? It's been officially 10 years ago since we carved those pumpkins. 10 years? Yeah. Wow, that's a long time. Right? My mom still makes fun of how my pumpkin looked. She's like, wow, Aaron's looks way better than yours. What happened to your pumpkin? Like, I'm I like, don't get it, Rachel. What's it supposed to be? And I'm like, I'm like, hence why I'm in therapy now. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry I don't have artistic abilities and can carve a pumpkin. 
She was just so disappointed in my pumpkin. Oh, that was also, it's been 10 years ago since we saw the ghost dog. Oh, I'm so convinced that that was a real thing, honestly. I will never not be convinced that that ghost was not, a, or that, that dog was not a ghost. For real. I, no one can we tell me otherwise. We searched for it, and yeah. it wasn't there. There's no way that that dog would have came so quickly to us and then disappeared. Like, I don't think dogs are that... I know dogs are fast, but I don't think dogs are that fast. We honestly. should also say we were in a cemetery when this happened. Yeah, we were also... We were, and we were also by the pet cemetery. Very true. Because there's a section of the cemetery that's, like, dedicated to this animal. It's, it's, like, really cute and sad. And we were, like, over there walking. And this fucking, like... It looked like a Labrador retriever just ran out of nowhere. It scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I'm convinced that it was a ghost. Without fucking doubt. Honestly. You been enjoying your day off? Yeah, I've been like a space cadet all day, though. You ever... I don't know if you've ever had one of those days off where, like, you literally wake up and then before you realize it it's like five o'clock and you're just like i've done yeah and then you're like one why is how did it get so late and and two like what was i doing this whole time exactly and then you kind of get in a weird funk because of it and i got like a really weird funk i'm like i think i was on my phone literally that whole entire time which is so sad but well it's depressing when you have to get up and go to work the next day oh yeah oh for sure I think my mind is just, like, it's Sunday, another week, you know? Like, I think that's what my mind was really on all day. Oh, but, yeah. You know, because I'm a basic white girl and it's fall, I went to Bath & Body Works and got some scents for the house. Because <laughs> we have to get our serotonin from somewhere, so that's where I get my serotonin from. It's from Bath & Body Works. That store gives me a headache. I can't do the smells. The there. one in Southfield, like, really isn't that bad. It's the only one I go to now because um, they always have their door open. So they, like, let the air, they, like, air it out a lot. But the one at the mall is terrible. It yeah. just, and the people there are annoying. Like, I'm never that happy, so I need you to just, to, like, leave me alone for a second. It's like, this can't be that fun of a job. It is, and they probably have to, like, fake it, obviously. Oh, yeah, because it's a coupon fucking mecca. So, you know, you have to sit there and argue with fucking cunts all day about, like, their expired coupons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why, that's our only reason why I went today is because I, today was, like, the last day to use a coupon I got in the mail. And I was like, I'm just going to go. But, um, it's, so it's funny. So I went to go see my parents, okay? And my across-the-street neighbor is a huge Democrat. And he, my mom was, like, telling me this story about how he ordered, like, seven signs for his, like, front lawn. And he asked my mom if she wanted one. And my mom said no, but not because my mom doesn't vote on that side. But my mom is paranoid. Like, she doesn't want people to, like, vandalize her yard. And that's been happening a lot on both sides. Which I think is really real. And so I get it. My mom is, like, also paranoid that they're going to, like, do that thing where they, um... Like, you know, like, the FBI is going to, like, find your face and, like, my mom. They already know who she is. My mom believes in that. Like, she, she, you know, my mom was mad at me for going to, like, a Black Lives Matter protest. Not because I went to a Black Lives Matter protest. Like, that wasn't her problem. Her problem was I was going to be profiled and that people were going to follow me. She called me and gave me a lecture about how I was going to get harassed. And I'm like, honestly, mom, I don't really care. Like, I didn't, I didn't think about it like that. And she goes, people can look at your photo and scan it and then they're gonna come find you they know where you live and stuff and 
I'm like, I never even heard of that like a day in my life. But my roommate was telling me that those things are actually real. Like there's groups of people that will like profile you from like protests yeah. and find you and stuff and harass you online. I mean, obviously nothing happened to me because of that situation. So I didn't, but like they put my picture in a fucking news article and my mom had a conniption about it. Oh, I'm sure they fucking did. She's like, what is this? And like sends it to me. I told you. A text message. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't think about that kind of stuff. My mom is so paranoid and I didn't realize how deep it went until she was like, I can't have a sign in my yard. I don't want people to know. My grandmother, like, she'll talk some crazy shit. Like, we were talking about something, and, like, her stuff has gone to the point where, like, you're just like, I don't even know what you're talking anymore, because we were having, like, a totally mild conversation, and then she just flips it on me, and she's like, so, so you think it's all right for them just to come and euthanize old people? I was like, what the fuck were you reading where they're euthanizing old people? (laughs) Like, putting them to sleep? I was like, you don't need to be on Facebook. (laughs) You're not a dog. They're not putting you to sleep. (laughs) I was like, where have you read that this is happening? Facebook is awful. She's probably hella reading all old people either read their information on social media or they read it. Facebook. Or they follow, like, or they watch CNN or Fox 2 News too much and they believe everything they hear. It's so terrible. Who's yeah? They're just killing old people. I was like, is there like a building? You just go in and just like drop them off, like the pound. I was like, that. I was like, that's, that's, that's not true at all. Like, that's not happening. I don't. I've not heard one person die like that. No, but you were so serious like when you said it to me. I was just like, uh, I was like, we're not having this conversation anymore. I felt like a doctor was doing that to people. And yeah, doctor Convorkian. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, that's Fucking illegal. You can't do in that in Royal Oak, Michigan. Yeah, oh yeah, there's a whole thing about him And Ryan looked like a, a sign or something, I don't know I watched that Chris Christopher Watts documentary Okay, I, what did you think about it? Um, I, like, I followed that case since it's kind of started Yeah So, like, I knew a lot coming into it I felt like, I don't know, it just seemed like a bunch of just Facebook posts and Yeah Police footage Which is interesting Cause like You knew the motherfucker Was guilty As soon as the cops Showed up Like there was oh, yeah. no Ever him trying to like No He must have not Thought he was gonna get caught He definitely He didn't even Hide his tracks very well No Like her phone Was at the house He didn't even know The phone was there He was like Oh that must be her phone And He sent her messages Though on the phone But they were like, kind of Very weird too Yeah They were super vague And Oh, you can tell he was sweating the whole time he was being talked to When the cops the were talking to him on the phone and he was like, okay, well, just give us the key to get into, like, just give us the code yeah. to get into your house and, like, we'll just check it and leave. Uh, the code's broken. Okay, well, we have such and such here. They have a key. Can you let them come in? Um, I'm going to be home in a minute. It's like your wife who's really pregnant is missing and her, your mm-hmm. two little kids. Like, come on. Even like the friends and family that had showed up were like, he's acting really fucking weird. Oh yeah, because the one guy was saying like he's acting abnormal. Right. He calls out immediately. Oh yeah. Because they're like he's never like this. Yeah. My, uh, it wasn't co- gonna work for him, unfortunately. <laughs> My coworker kind of like not. They didn't get into a fight, but she like like her and her boyfriend were watching it, and she looked over at him. She's like, you know what? You kind of remind me of him. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> She's. <laughs> 
She's like, if you just ever like get the feeling about killing me or the kids, you can just leave. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, you got kind of offended. <laughs> She's okay, like, but you gotta call it out. Just be like, hey, it's okay to go to get a pack of cigarettes and never come back if you plan on murdering us. She's like, just communicate with me effectively if you want to murder me or not. Exactly. And I would sit and listen to you and understand where you're coming from. <laughs> Those are the conversations you need to have in 2020. <laughs> if you want to kill me, just let me know. We can come to an agreement. I mean, he was, honestly, when I watched it, it's it's so sad because yes. a lot of the footage is, like, their kids. Mm-hmm. Their one daughter looked just like him. And it's, like, so heartbreaking because, really, he didn't have to kill them. He didn't have to kill any of them, really. But he definitely didn't even have to kill... I like how his mindset with killing his daughters was like, well, I already killed my wife, so I might as well take it the full Monty right. and kill the two girls. Because they're witnesses, right? That's really why he probably did it. When there was a podcast I listened to that, like, was a few episodes that went into, like, depth about everything. I mean, it's been, like, a year or two since I've listened to it. I don't even know when the fucking case happened. It was, like, 2018, 2000, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but it was shortly right after that. And the autopsy report said that he killed her first... And then he went into the girls' room, and the girls were sleeping. Yes. He killed the one, but the other one woke up. So one of the daughters already dead? So the one daughter woke up to him suffocating the other one. Oh, okay. So, because they said that her body or whatever had the signs that she struggled. Gotcha. Because he suffocated them with pillows. Which is just like, I... I don't understand why you just can't walk away. Oh, I know. He was just in too deep at that point. And I feel like he probably had so much adrenaline. Oh, yeah. He was not... I wouldn't say it was like he was insane because he fucking knew what he did. Like, after he killed the wife, he made a conscious decision to be like, okay, I gotta kill the kids, too. Yeah, he thought about it before he did it. So, regardless, he just must have went on, like, autopilot mode and was like, yeah, I have to get rid of this. Absolutely. That's exactly what happened. His adrenaline was pumping. I mean, he loaded the bodies onto his work truck. His work truck has a GPS system built into it that you can't take off. So that your work can, like, track the miles. They don't ever talk about that in the documentary. But, like, if you actually look into a case, like, that was one of... That's how they knew he did it. Because they were able to track the locations of, like, the bodies and all that from the GPS. Of course, he gave exactly where he dumped them. Yeah. But the GPS backed it all up. Well, honestly, it explains why he was so messy. Like, his mindset was just so over the place. It explains why he was messy. He must have thought it would have been a few days. And he thought, like, I would have some time to think. Or maybe he would have fucking, like, took off. Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like he would be a runner. Without a doubt. He would be a runner, for sure. I I can see him changing his whole identity and going somewhere new. I just don't know the I I don't know his motive other than he was caught having an affair. I think that could have just I think it was like one of those moments where he just fucking snapped. They say people who are like liars, like sociopaths or pathological liars, like once they're faced with the truth, they can't admit to the truth. Mm-hmm. So that's why they act out and go above and beyond because to admit the truth would like unbreak the lie. 
So he had to kill his family To keep up whatever lie That he, he had in his head about himself I mean that's real He like was just protecting him he, He's a narcissist basically yeah. He was just trying to protect his, himself from his own He lost 20 pounds Got hot Which yeah. he had a cute body but he wasn't fucking anything special Honestly That fucking happens a lot with men who Like when a girl meets them At a certain stage in their life and then during the, the point of the... This is the difference between men and women, okay? As a female, if I met a significant other looking a certain way, and then during that relationship, I lost 20 to 30 pounds, I'd, like, look, honey, I look good, and I would almost do it for myself for sure, but I would also do it because I want my husband to think I'm hot and attractive, right? Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't, like, also think I was a better person because of it. You know, like, some people, some women do. I'm not going to lie. I know a female who did that. Who I worked with someone who did that. Lost ton of weight and was kind of a douche to her husband and then it led to a divorce because she felt like she was better than him. So I'm not saying that women can't completely do that. But I feel like I always read, like, murders happening where the husband was, like, overweight and then lost a ton of fucking weight and then felt like he was just way better than her, was like, I can live my life without her and I can go do whatever the fuck I want to do and all it does is breed insecurity for the woman because she's like, well, what the fuck did I do wrong? Right. And it's like, but motherfucker, I met you when you were nobody and I need you to understand that. Like, I met you at the lowest point in your life and I loved you at that lowest point in your life and... You know, I think it's so shitty that, like, men don't see it like that. It's like, you should be fucking grateful that I was a ride or die bitch. Right. But men are just, ungr- some men are just ungrateful. And I can say the same thing for females. I can say mm-hmm. females are ungrateful as well. But, like, I always watch mystery shows like that. It's so terrible. I also think it's guy logic where it's like, I'm not going to deal with the divorce, the child support, so I'm just going to kill them all. Like, I know. That, that's going to fix everything. Murder. Murder sounds and logical. And when, like, the cops get here, I guess, like, I'll think of what to yes. do. Yes. That's always, like, their, their scenario. And I'm like, that just seems so... It's like, it's like when ex-boyfriends go crazy Or ex-husbands go crazy And they're like well if no one can have you If I can have you no one can It's like right. that whole same logic to me It's like It's fucking gross It made me um I don't know I liked it I thought it was interesting It's worth the watch yeah. But it's like I think one of the reasons why Everyone was so quick to like Figure out that something really fucked up was going on she lived her life completely online oh yeah so one day of silence people were like something's wrong she was definitely that facebook person that i would be like uh oh i know i, I have to mute you because i really don't care that your kids are playing in a sandbox today exactly. like she was that person without a doubt like you just you saw that like they showed like the text messages she sent people where she'd oh, be yeah. like he doesn't want to sleep with me. It's been five weeks. Like, shit, that's going so deep into the detail. It's like, everyone knew you guys had fucking problems. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. She didn't hide things very well no. at all. She definitely was not very good about keeping things discreet, which is, which honestly was better for her with her murder. Yeah, it's why it got solved, honestly. Because if she was quiet, it probably would be a little bit harder, but her friends and family knew her very intimately. She was a very open person. The podcast I listened to talked about, like, they were in extreme debt, too, at mm, this time. Never talked about that no. in the documentary at all. And that they had already filed bankruptcy previously. 
and they kind of re-racked the same debt again because whatever job she had it was one of those like pyramid scheme type jobs where it's just like those facebook shit like i don't know i'm gonna just use the example of those women who sell pearls yeah yeah just like shit like that but she was like really good at it like she uh got a lot of notoriety from the company that she worked for because of it but she had to keep that online life because of the job so that was a lot of the reasons why she posted so much yeah and the podcast talked about how they were in so far of debt because like this is just going by like why the cops think he did it okay so like they bring in like the financial factor he now they make it seem like that mistress i don't think that their relationship was as deep as she like made it out to be because the cops really interviewed her like they took her computers and stuff like that and after like the cops started getting in touch with her the first thing she looked up on her computer afterwards was how much scott peterson's mistress made off her book Oh, so she was, like, in it for the... Yeah, I think it was just a fling. I don't... Cause, and then, like, there's guys that have came out. Wow. He's denied it, but they've came out and said that, like, they've had, like, sexual relationships with them. So I don't know if he was just whoring around, like, he got a new body and was just like, fuck it, like, let's give it a go. Probably. I don't believe the mistress was as involved in the life as she makes it seem. No. Well, she's trying to get a payday. She, I was going to say, she's trying to benefit from a book, so she's going to make it seem juicier than probably what it was. Right. And people are going to buy it, so. Like, they spent those, like, what, five weeks together? Like, it probably was, like, a fling. Yeah, it was a quick, it's like a honeymoon period. Right. Or it's like, that guy, like, just kept lying, so, like, you can't really believe the shit where it's like, yeah, I'm going to be with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was just fucking all whatever. I did also watch the Paris Hilton documentary. I haven't watched that yet, but I heard it's really, 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 really good. You can watch it for free on YouTube, or you can pay for it. Like, I guess the pay for it part must have, like, the more, like, salacious celebrity gossip side. Because mm-hmm. this one, the free one, didn't. But it's still t- almost two hours free. That's pretty good. Yeah, and it was really good. Like, you learn pretty much, like, as soon as it starts off, you find out her voice is fake. Yeah. Oh, wow. So she gets deep in the second. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a part where, like, the camera turns on and she starts right quick with the voice. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She's just like, I'm so used to, like, when a camera's on me that that's what I go to. (laughs) I love that. Right? Honestly, I've always been a Paris Hilton fan. You'll really fucking like her after the documentary. I I always thought that she was so funny, like, when I was growing up. Right. She has, like, 16 businesses. Oh, wow. Um, she's the number one female DJ in the world. She gets a million dollars per gig. Yeah, she makes... I know she makes a ton of money. She's constantly traveling. Yeah. Like, she's just, like... Her goal, she was, like... At first, I wanted to make $100 million, and I was, like, I'll be good. She's, like, now I'm not stopping until I reach a billion. Wow. I mean, she's probably going to do it anyway. She comes from a, a family of you know old money like yeah like the hilton chain which like i like how like they the dad doesn't do interviews or anything like that but the mom's interviewed and they're like well uh the first like five children got like an inheritance but we had to work for our money so and you know there is like pictures of them like working on the working at the hotel but then it's like 
them in the White House in ball gowns, and you're like, I can't relate. Like, there is a part, like, the, the beginning gets a little kind of, like, it's hard to relate because they're talking about, they're doing Paris stories, like, yeah. her family. And they're like, yeah, you know, Paris would save up money and just come home with a monkey, and it's just like, I don't even know where you go to buy a fucking monkey. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, her life growing up is just too... It's too much for me to process as a normal citizen. But a lot of the documentary revolves around the fact that um, when she was a teenager, her parents sent her to one of those, like... It was, like, called, like, Canyon something. But it's, like, one of those camps, or it's, like, one of those schools where people come and kidnap you out of your fucking bed at night. Mm. And, like, throw you into the wilderness and, like, they're really abusive. I remember years ago watching a documentary where some guy got sent to one because he came out to his family. And it was, like, his friends and, like, the teachers trying to, like, get him back to the United States. Because those places are notorious for being super abusive and super fucked up. And she's really kind of very, like, true to the fact about she knows her life's fucked up in a lot of ways because of going to that camp and like having to experience all that stuff and like why she chooses to be in shitty relationships and it's because of like this place she got sent to as a kid and her parents had no idea when they took her to this like no. that this they had no idea of it all no that's insane to me that they just had... And what was their reasoning for even wanting to take her to this place Because anyway? they're a super conservative Republican family. So they thought this would whip her into shape? Because she was, like, 16, 17, making page six in New York, like, being the little wild child. And it didn't really even seem like it was anything too much out of the ordinary of just being a rich kid. Like, so... They kind of did it to punish her in a way. Yeah, like, they wanted to keep her out of the papers, so they sent her to, the, like, these schools, these boarding schools, but they were really just, like... Like, she tells one story about how she gets in trouble, and they made her strip naked and sit and go into solitary confinement for 12 hours. Honestly, that's super awful. I just can't... I can't believe that the parents just didn't think about that before they did it well their claims well like they don't interview the dad but like the mom was like i had no idea any of that stuff was going on i mean it's just sad because mm-hmm. now she's like a bit traumaed because of it still right and then it goes into like a lot of like the stuff like when she was first coming up like i didn't realize she released that like that sex tape that she has mm-hmm. came out when she was 18 years old and who was she dating at the time? Some, like, bum, but he's, like, the... Re- and this was, like, before, like... What was his name? I don't he fucking was, remember. He was really popular in that time. Era. Yeah. And, um... He was older than her, mm-hmm. wasn't he? And she was, like, you know, I was in love with him. He was, like, my first boyfriend. Like, I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with him. He was kind of, like, you know pressuring me to do this. And I was, like, okay, like, fine. And she's, like, you know, if that came out today... She's like, I would probably be, like, a yes queen moment, like, you go, girl. But she's like, back then, like, she got slut-shamed. Like, she got, and you kind of forget the fact that I did no clue that she was 18 years old at the time. Like, she was a fucking little kid, really. And you just, she just came out of those camps and then experienced that. And then, like, she kind of had to, like, the simple life came around and she got known for just being this huge ass big dummy. I kind of forgot that she had a sex tape. To be honest, with I you. totally forgot until so, I saw it. Really, I, I didn't even. Think I think of she it. might have two. Oh, I, the one that I'm thinking of my head is the one where she was like wearing like the really mini skirt. Yeah, like the one that was like all over the like e news and shit mm-hmm. when I was a kid. And um, 
I, I honestly forgot completely about that. So she talks about how, like, that kind of fucked up her relationship with men. Because, like, you kind of, like... Want to trust him. And she, so. like, goes over, like, most of the relationships she's been in, they've end up being very abusive. I mean, she's just dating a guy in the documentary, and he, at one point, her and him get into it so fucking bad, you yeah. see what fucking damage does to a person. Yeah. Well, it causes her guard to be up more mm -hmm. in the whole relationship. Like, there's, like, a part in the documentary where, like, he's spending the night or, like, and she's leaving town and she's planting little cameras around her house. And she's like, yeah, I just got to make sure he's not, like, doing anything weird while I'm gone. I mean. But she also got stole from, too, because that whole bling ring movie. She was one of the people that, like, those, like, people were breaking into the houses while they're at nightclubs. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And she didn't get... Did she not profit from that? Oh, no, she got... She sorry. got stolen from. Like, like she got, actually yeah. physically stolen yeah. from. I got you. I was, like, thinking of it, like, as a profit type thing, where right. she, like, just didn't profit from, like, from, like, the movie. But, um... I mean... Yeah, I definitely... Because she's... The guy that she's dating now... I was, like, reading an interview about her, and the guy that she's dating now, like... He's he. She met him because of the documentary, right? Is that what happened? I'm not sure. I don't know. Like that's, that's a new relationship. Okay, I don't know if it's the same guy she's dating in the uh, documentary because that dude was a fucking douchebag. He had blonde hair. Yeah. Okay, that was her last guy that she was engaged to. Okay. She said that that relationship got really abusive yeah. towards the end of or she, end of their engagement. She's playing Tomorrowland like a DJ, and it's like that's a huge fucking gig. Yeah, it's like right before she's gonna go on stage, he takes her laptop and just throws it. Oh, like he does? Yeah, because he's like pissed at her, and she's just like to the point where like she had to get security to like remove him from the fucking room. Oh wow, yeah, that's her last. That's her last fiance. They um, they got engaged, and she, I think his name. Was his name also Paris? I don't know. I think she dated someone that had the same I, name I as think her. so, yeah. But no, this guy was her last guy. But then she met a guy because of the documentary that she's like, this is the healthiest relationship I've ever been in my whole life. Mm. And he's really cute. He's like, has dark hair. He looks like an average Joe. But she okay. honestly needs to fucking meet an average Joe. Yeah. You know, not some like foofy ass guy yeah. who's just with her because he is a fucking loser I want to say this blonde guy though came from family with money I'm sure um but he looked like an arrogant fuck yeah he looked like a douchebag I remember like when she was doing her engagement stuff I just was like I don't know this is not the move but poor thing honestly I was I felt really bad for her Stop it. Anyway, we can talk about more about the Paris Hilton documentary after you've seen it, but it's definitely worth the check out. I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah. For sure. We survived our restaurant experience. I'm not going to lie. When you told me that they checked temperatures, I got anxiety. <laughs> oh, yeah. The first time I I came here after COVID, I'm like, it's going to be it's gonna be high. They're going to tell me, no, get out. <laughs> I know, because you're like, I feel fine, but what if the temperature reads I have a fever? <laughs> like, what are we going to do? What I do? What's my next step after they reject me from eating food here? Right. <laughs> I feel that. Oh my God, okay, so I have to tell this really amazing, funny story, and it's a doozy, so there's, there's parts to it. So, me and my roommate, we decided to go get a couple of drinks... Thursday night and we go to this bar like by our house 
and we're like sitting there we're having like a cool night we're just talking and whatever and this girl is on like the corner from us at the bar and mind you it's like kind of late so we didn't set I usually sit in the patio when I go out because you know like COVID and stuff but it was not busy in there and they keep the doors open to like air out the bar so we're like we'll just set the bar it's fine so we're like on the corner of the bar kind of like a little bit of away from people and this girl who's sitting like parallel to us is like with a friend and her and this friend are just like talking about like the most random things ever and I like kept thinking to myself like god like what I was like eavesdropping I'm like what a weird conversation this is and so of course like because I, I put on myself to have these people talk to me. Always. This girl addresses me and my roommate, and she starts talking to us. Like, not in a mean way, but, like, was just being kind of, like, I'm a protester. I protest. I, I, I'm a black... I love Black Lives Matter. It's a white girl? Yeah. Of course. Of yeah. course. So white girl. Did she have blue hair? No, it was, like, curly, but it was a wig. I later found out it was a wig, which was amazing part of the story and she's like I just quit my job at this organization because I realize that they're racist pigs but I'm working with these police officers to help find who stole my riot gear and then she kept talking about how police aren't that bad like I'm working with the police right now and they've been great they've been helping me out and then she goes off on how she lives there's like this really rich area that's by the bar and she lives there and she drives an Audi so they go, so you're a privileged white girl. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And she's going off about how, like, you know, she goes, she goes, hey, just so you guys know, like, all women matter. Not just black women, but all women matter. And she's, like, going off on this rant. And I was like, I do. <laughs> and I look at her and I said, have you met a white woman a day in your life? And she's like, well, I'm white and I'm not bad. I was like, I go, listen. I was like, we're just having drinks, like, we're just enjoying ourselves, like, you know, whatever. And she was like, are you not a part of the movement? And I was like, <laughs> I was just sitting there like, no, I've been to pro- I protest before, but, like, she was, like, she was very drunk, by the way. Yeah. And I also think she was on something, too. But then she stopped talking to me, and then she's addressing my roommate, and she's like, I like your pins on your jacket. She kept saying that over and over. And I like the pins on your jacket. And my roommate's really nice, so she's talking to her or whatever. And so she has, like, another drink. And then five minutes after she has this drink, she calls somebody on the phone. And the whole time at the bar, she's talking about how she's going to slit this guy's throat. She's like, I'm going to fucking kill him. I'm coming over right now to get to slit his throat fucking stab him over and over again she's mentioning how she's gonna kill this person on the phone and the bartender comes up to us and she's like i think i have to cut her off because she's like going off on this rant and and about how she's gonna fucking murder somebody that night and everybody around her looks visibly uncomfortable like just visibly uncomfortable it's always white woman it is always fucking white woman (laughs) and she was like 
I, I, and she kept going, I left my job today because they're racist and they stole my riot gear and I left my job today. And she was like, What the fuck is riot gear? I know. She was going, I know. I was like, like, Are you a national treasure? Like, I don't understand. Like, are you decoding like racism? Like, what are your deal, bitch? Well, what she is meaning is like, they stole like her like armor that she wears when she goes out. They stole her. You shouldn't be wearing that anyway. You're supposed to be peacefully protesting. No. Oh, this is probably one of those dumb white bitches who like, um, yeah, did you see those videos? Like you saw them during like when everything was going on oh, of yeah. like the white people, like the white women who were like vandalizing shit. Oh yeah, it's definitely her. A hundred percent, this is probably her. Like the way she was talking about stuff, I was like, you are not a part of the movement. Like you're a part of the problem. Yeah. So we leave. We like we're there for like an hour, like an hour and a half, and we end up going because we're like we can't listen to this anymore. Like it's too much. The cops probably like her because she's giving them information to her organization. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> she's like a snitch, basically. Yeah. Yeah. She just doesn't know. She just thinks they're being yeah. friends. Yeah. yeah. We're, I love the cops. She goes, the cops are great. I love them. They're helping me. They're helping me find whoever stole my right gear. I'm like, oh, whatever. I just bitch. have to give them the name of the last. Three. Like, <laughs> no. Whose side are you on? Like, is all I want to like, know. Whose side are you on? Oh god, she's she was being so crazy. What was her friend next to her doing? Oh, her friend next to her was drunker than a skunk, just vibing. She kept talking about how great she thought this girl was. But anyway, so the next day is when we I met my roommate's new guy, and he is talking about how he was at New Way that night. It was midnight. So by the way, me and my roommate left. Uh, we left this bar. At like eight o'clock, eight fifteen, he went to the same bar at midnight after work to have a couple of drinks with a coworker. That girl was still there because he described her to a T. He was like telling us what she looked like and everything, and they didn't kick her out. The ambulance came and took her out by force. Because she refused to leave. She was probably there for hours on the phone just bitching. And then I'm sure the bartender was like, hey, you got to go. Like, we're going to we're gonna cut you off. And she, he said that when he got there, the, the Ferndale police and the ambulance were there. And they had to wheel her out on a chair because she lost her, her marbles. Like, she kept talking about, like, she was being, like, really paranoid and... She's in a psych ward somewhere. Now. Oh yeah, she was. I guess she like lost her mind. She he was like, I got. I went there to meet up with a coworker of mine, and like this girl's on a stretcher leaving the bar, and she's like yelling and throwing a fit about how they cut her off. And I'm like, oh my god, that was the same person that we saw before we left. Like she had been there for that many hours after the fact. That's awful. It was so awful. It was so, and I can't. I feel kind of feel like she's unfortunately has some issues and that's fine obviously but. oh my god the <sighs> fact that like you're giving yourself a pat on the back for protesting and then you're like what do you mean yeah she was just i just can't believe that she it got to the point that like the Ferndale police and ambulance came to take her away from the bar they probably didn't know what to do no i think so they had to call 911 to get her the fuck up out of the bar yes that's exactly what happened <laughs> Oh my god, I'm sure someone's got that video somewhere flowing without a fucking doubt. I know, I'm like waiting to see it pop up on a forum or something. Like, do you know this girl? She must be known around here. <laughs> oh, I, I think she frequents that bar often. I've never seen her in a day in my life, though, ever. And I live over in this area, and I've never seen, never seen her, ever. But apparently she wears wigs, so I'm sure she looks different every time she goes out. Well, so. yeah, she's part of the movement. She's got to conceal her identity. That's like, what fucking, she kept saying. Of course, that's what she kept saying. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah, so that's my that's my fun bar story. 
um, during the pandemic. You always get bitches that won't leave you alone at the bar. Honestly, I really, it's, it's really true. I was thinking about, like, that one story you were telling me about that one New Year's Eve where that girl uh, kept trying to take your ID. And I was just like, fucking Rachel. And, well, she kept telling me I look like Leah Dunham. I'd be like, bitch, go fuck yourself. Which caused me to have a really bad um, outburst of emotions because I was just like, that's, like, the worst compliment I feel like you can ever give anybody. And she was being such a bitch. And the reason why I discovered is because her boyfriend had mentioned how he liked my makeup. So instead of her being like, oh, yeah, her makeup is pretty, she got jealous, and then she came over to attack me. That's basically what she did. Then she told her boyfriend, well, she looks like Leah Dunham, and Leah Dunham's ugly, so that's why she came over to me because she was being a bully because her boyfriend complimented my makeup and said it looked nice. It's women uplifting women. And then when I called her out for being a shitty person, she was like, well, maybe you can do my eyebrows at your job. Like, I'll come visit you. And I was like, I go, I'm never going to ever... I never want to talk to her after this. No, I was like, I never want to see you again. I was yeah. like, what makes you think that I'll ever want to go do your, I was like, bitch, I would fuck up your eyebrows if you yeah. came to my job. I'll burn you with my wax. Yeah. I would make sure it was on 10 level 10 that day just for you, baby. You wouldn't have eyebrows after me. Yeah. After I called her on her bullshit, she was like, well, like my boyfriend's right. Your eyebrows do look really good. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, that's why she was being a bitch to me, I found out. Because he because he came up to me separately and apologized to me and said, I'm really sorry. He goes, I made one comment about how I thought your makeup looked good. And she, like, went off on me and then came up See, to See, also, he's part of the problem, too. Yes. Because motherfuckers don't just, guys just don't do that. No. Like, unless no. they like to start problems. Well, that's what I thought. I was like, because he came up to me and apologized. I was like, well, I think you want to start a fight with her because you guys are probably already fighting. And that New Year's Eve was already pretty weird because when we got to the bar there was a huge brawl at the bar because and I knew that the second we got to this bar we probably should have just took an element home but these people were bitching about paying two dollars for a beer so they were like throwing beer at the bartender and we're being super shitty and then not even two hours later that happened to that us sucks. and we were like why did we come here on New Year's Eve but yeah I always have weird things happen to me when I go out I, I can't escape it at this point you know, just drama. Make some fun stories. It, it does. That, that I was, like, super depressed after that New Year's, though. Yeah, that's shitty. I was like, I'm ugly. Like, I sat in my room, and I was like, I'm ugly. It's fine. <laughs> like, and I don't have Leah Dunham's money. Ugh, God. I mean, and honestly, I always get that from people. Like, people always tell me I look like her. You do not look like her. And it bothers me so um, bad. That's not a compliment. And it's not a compliment either. This girl that came to my job, like, a couple months ago said that to me, and I was like... Am I supposed to be flattered? Well, I said to her, I was like, actually, I don't really like that compliment i told her straight out i was like i don't like people say that and she was like i'm really sorry she goes i think she's really cute and i was saying it in a nice way and i was like well i don't think she's cute and she also molested her sister so it's not funny for me to get called Lena dunham molested her sister she accused some guy falsely of like sexually molesting oh, yeah, her she's an awful person. i loved like that whole shit after like when like that book came out where she talks about literally molesting her sister and oh, then yeah. being like open mind yeah why are people calling me a predator? It's like, because no. you literally you talked about how you would bribe your sister with candy to yes. make her make out with you. Yes. And how, like, you were sticking your fingers in her fucking vagina to see how the parts work. Like, that's fucking crazy. Thank you. 
Thank you for acknowledging that, that she said that, because no one acknowledges that for some reason. No, it's just like, okay, I know I only watched, like, the first episode of that Epstein documentary, because it's just too much. It's just, like, this is horrible. And it's, like, and they're not even telling, like, the whole story. So it's, like, what the fuck? But, like, when that one girl, like, I never understood the pictures, these blackmail pictures that they have. And then when she, like, looked at the camera, she's, like, I am a paint. I enjoy painting nude adolescent children. So I had, like, naked pictures of my sisters. I was like, that is some rich white people shit. Like, that is nothing ever in reality a thing that ever happened. No, that's not a thing that happens at all. Who the fuck would be, like, taking pictures like that? I don't know, but people are weird, whatever. Exactly. I feel that. So are are you keeping track of everything that's going on with Jeffree Star? Um, so... I watched a couple clips on his... Because I don't have Snapchat. I feel like Jeffrey's on Snapchat a lot. Um, It doesn't matter because he posted Snapchat to Instagram. So it's okay, all the same okay. thing. It's all the same thing. Because I feel like people were telling me how he uploads different content in Snapchat than Instagram. So, like, I will watch, like, clips that are up on the internet of his Snapchat stories. Because I feel like they're more open mm-hmm. than Instagram for some reason. But I can see why. It's a different platform. Um... But it was just the one of how he was just being so nonchalant about the fact that this guy stole from him and how he didn't care. And I'm like, you got played, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, you got played and you're just salty about it. So you're acting like you're the fucking victim, of course. Well, the story is, like, really kind of fucked because... So he went on that Snapchat rant. Before he did that, I guess, like... That guy he was dating or seeing, whatever the fuck you want to call him, he left a comment, Jeffree Star left a comment on his Instagram page and was like, oh, you can't pick up your phone, Mm -hmm. so why don't you give me back all the shit you stole from me? Like, you know, just being very catty. Yeah. And then he made the Instagram or Snapchat story. I think I watched it on Instagram. It's usually the same shit either way. So after that... These backup accounts started showing up on Instagram. Okay, of the of the guy that he was seeing. Yeah, like okay. that are supposed to be his backup pages okay. or whatnot. I'm not really. Sh- he does have a real Instagram. Yeah. I couldn't find the real one. I think okay. it's private. Either way, um, these Instagram stories start saying like, "I'm going to expose you," like, and oh, it's all allegedly. There's really no proof of any of it. Mm-hmm. It's all just hearsay right now. As of right now, we're recording this at, like, 940 on a Sunday. <laughs> so, yeah, like, exactly. who the fuck knows? <laughs> um, he was like, I'm going to expose you, Jeffree Star. Like, you're fucked. Like, mm-hmm. and um, he... Which people are like, the account isn't real. Like, mm-hmm. they say, like, like when you sent me that shit, you're like, oh, apparently it's fake. But that's the account that said, Jeffree Star, delete your Snapchat story, or I'm going to release oh. everything. And then Jeffree Star took that story down. He deleted it. Oh, like, right away? Yeah, like, after that thing came up. So, like, that's what people are kind of like, like... Is it like more people are thinking it's not real? Yeah. But like the shit like that, that's weird because also, like back in August when like they were announced that they were like hanging out, like that guy's like girlfriend, whatever the fuck she was, she was on Instagram and she had a bunch of like backup accounts too. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, I don't know, like, could they have just been into this all together because they knew that they were going to be able to fuck him in the end? Who knows? But this guy then later went on, this fake account, 
went on to say that the reason Jeffree Star and Nate broke up was because mm-hmm. Jeffree Star fucked his best friend. And then he implied that Jeffree Star has HIV. Oh, wow. So he, like, went deep into... Yeah, and now, like, he's, like, posting stuff where he's saying that, like, he only paid Nate to mm-hmm. be with him. Which I don't necessarily believe to be true. Oh, like, true. I don't think that's true at all. And if Jeffree Star does have HIV, like, that's not something you shame someone about. Like, no. that's fucking crazy. It's not the 80s. Like, the there's no AIDS pan Like, it's actually so fucked up to do to someone. Yeah, like, that's you don't fucking use someone's, like, health yeah. as, like, slander. But and I then like the like account was justifying it being like, well he put me at de- like the guy like the account is saying like, we never slept together. Jeffrey Star just paid me to like hang out with him. Oh okay. And I could see Jeffrey Star being the type to yeah he bought him all that stuff, but I could see like if you like left it bad, mm-hmm. he would be the type to be like, okay you can give me all your shit back. Oh yeah, I agree. Because like how the fuck do you just walk out of someone's house with like a bunch of luggage? Yeah, I agree with that. And sunglasses and bags. It's just, like, that seems like shit that, like, was bought for this person and maybe they did you dirty. He did get played. Like, that guy was, like, ignoring him, posting Mm -hmm. videos of being in the club, like, with women. Like, obviously, like, making it known that him and Jeffree Star weren't a thing. Yeah. So maybe he got in his feelings, and I'm sure he did get catty. But, like, this dude, like, when we talked about this when it all started... This dude's a whole different level than any of the other guys he's fucked with. Yeah. Like, like he's with the drama. And he, like, Jeffree Star went on to say, like, this guy had no bank account, he has no job, no nothing. So he has nothing to lose. Yeah, and then I, I do, I think that the things he left with are things that he actually was given as gifts. Yeah. I do believe that he's, like, I left with the things he gave me. Now, the, his, this guy's Instagram account has said the real one has said like all the rest are fake mm-hmm. but on that same real account they posted a link to youtube which is his new channel he said if i get a hundred thousand subscribers i'll release all the tea on jeffree star hashtag get out yeah, and he keeps, like, making, like, slave references, and, like, yeah. and then, like, oh, that fake account was posting stuff about how, um, now, this is when it starts getting kind of really crazy, like, he starts talking about, like, Jeffree Star, basically everything that people say, like, Jeffree Star still uses, like, hateful language, mm-hmm. like, he even brought up, because at the same time this was all going on, the Insider released an article about Jeffree Star and his alleged victims, well, this is the thing is, like, is he just now wanting to expose the truth on the things that he's saying, or is he just seeking some sort of revenge? People have, like, a few theories, and one of them is being because this article came out that this whole stuff is being staged. I don't think it is, though. I think mm-hmm. it may be. I think it's a little too personal to be staged. Yeah. And, but it would be convenient for the timing. Absolutely. Because no one's really paying attention to this article. And this article is actually pretty extensive. They even show, like, they interview a bunch of people. And, like, seven people, like, um, recalled, like, their statements from the insider after Jeffree Star came to them and gave them money. Oh, wow. Like, you know, 
like during the start of like last week he was giving like randomly ten thousand dollars to people that's the amount he was giving people to apparently hush them up because some guy who rejected the offer he was able to show the messages of like another person being like hey like you know if you just Mm -hmm. like take back your story or say you don't remember jeffrey's willing to give you ten thousand dollars like let me know and I'll send over the, like, money and all that. And the guy was like, no. Oh, wow. But, like, this is all stuff from, like, MySpace and, like, um, like the Warp Tour stuff. It's the stuff we talked about, like, in the earlier episodes okay. of this podcast, actually. Like, those same allegations. Mm-hmm. And, like, they show, like, one victim. He, this guy, Gage something, Arthur Gage, something like that. He, um, the receipts are there that prove that him and Jeffrey were together at the time of the attack. And it's always the same kind of story. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going to come with this. Like, apparently after the article came out, he immediately blocked the journalist from his Instagram account. Oh, wow. And his lawyers, of course, say that um, none of it's true. But he hasn't really been responding to anything. And ever since, like, that all happened, he's been... Ever since he's deleted that Snapchat, he's kind of just been fucking dead on social media well today when i was reading that fake account and it was going off with like all these crazy things like talking about like jeffree star being a pedophile and sleeping with underage children like crazy stuff jeffree star started posting at the exact same time of course he did and it was like kind of just dog photos or it was like his dog swimming and it's just like is this well that's his mo right now he like doesn't really want to say too much Unless he really has to, and then he wants people to kind of forget about it, so he'll, like, kind of move on from it himself. But everyone else is like, well, I haven't moved on from that. Same thing happened with, like, the Shane Dawson thing. Like, he is going to do the same thing he did then, where he just, like, addressed it in, like, a 30-minute video, and then moved on, and then people kind of forgot, and then he put the attention on something else, which was his new supposed lover, that he had Shane came back on the internet. I saw a lot, bunch of people kind of um, having a strong opinion about that. Yeah, because Rylan also posted like a video of them talking about their like master bedroom being redone. Yeah, he posted a he posted a uh, a follow up video to that, announcing that he has like a talk show podcast type thing. So like Shane went on the internet and was like, oh, and you know, like my whole thing with Shane is like, bro, I don't want to hear the sensitive side shit anymore because you didn't talk like this for years. Like, I'm sure (laughs) this isn't how you are in real life. Just be straight with the camera. But it was the same like, hi, guys, I wasn't planning on being here for a while, but I just really love my like best friend and I want to be supportive and I'll see you guys soon. So he implied he's coming back like Mm -hmm. he's coming back with something. When? Oh, yeah, up his, his oh without a doubt. And it's just like, and a lot of people really aren't happy about it. I don't know what that's going to mean. But you know what? That whole fucking, that whole YouTube world is just shit. Because, um, do you know who that Eugenia Cooney is? Uh, yes, yes. Shane did a series about her. Yes. She's a YouTuber. She has, a like, a, a pretty decent following. Yep. For, like, makeup tutorials and cosplay and all that stuff. She's anorexic yeah yep and apparently not like i said this is all allegedly she's never recovered mm-hmm. and like i guess um 
the time that Shane documentary came out, her friends who actually knew her put out a thing where like they showed like they had to go to the like state mm-hmm. to get her actually like court ordered to go to rehab for anorexia because apparently like her mom didn't think she was an issue or something like that. Well, going away from all that, she's kind of in drama right now because she had a Discord server. Okay. Where I guess like pedophiles were her moderators. And they were going after, like, young children. First of all, I didn't realize how old she was. Like, you look at her, she looks like a little kid. How old is she? How old do you think she is? (laughs) To give a real answer, if you thought, like, how old. I thought she was, like, maybe 22. She's 26 years old. Okay. So I was shocked. I thought she was, like, 18, 19. Like, she seems so young, and she is so small. But the way she speaks seems very young, too. Yeah. And there's, like messages of fans like messaging her being like this guy's making me uncomfortable like or people being like hey this person like we've researched them they're kind of fucked up Mm -hmm. and her kind of being like oh well it's okay sweetie if it gets too bad report it to the police like not really taking accountability for any of that that's gross and it's just like but at the same time like I've seen, like, a few videos. She It obviously seems like her parents have money. Yeah. Like, she seems like a rich kid. So, like, being a YouTuber was just icing on the cake. Like, she doesn't really care about people's problems. No. Like, that's not her world. Not mad at all. And it just, it just shows you how, like, you can't take, like, a five-second clip or, like, a half-an-hour video mm-hmm. and truly judge someone with it. Like, it makes no fucking sense at all. No, the only reason people, I think, liked her was because she was, like, a Shane Dawson person. You know, like, no one got... No, I think no one really took an opportunity to, like, really know who she was, really. Because, mm-hmm. like, he just introduced her in that one thing. Well, you know what I mean? Where it's, like, you only see one side because of him, but you mm-hmm. don't see, like, the other side. Right. Which are probably more realistic. Like, that's what I mean, is, like, no one really probably really knew how deep it was based on those... That series... Or if he did play it out to be really deep and thoughtful, it's like sometimes I feel like, like with the Jake Paul stuff, it's like, I watched that Jake Paul documentary series, but then like I follow him on TikTok and I'm like, he's still a douchebag. Like what did I learn about him in that documentary? That's what I mean is like, same thing can go for her. It's like, why am I going to learn watching her on his documentary? Nothing. Of course he like, it just shows he has a habit of making kind of shitty people look good like feel some type of sympathy and like that's like what are you going to bring back to the table because i don't know he's always going to have fans and there's always going to be people to support him people are waiting for him to go yeah and people are going to watch that next video because they don't know what the fuck it is but it's just like how long are you going to keep this up like like i don't think he's going to have He's never probably, I mean, I guess he can never say never, but I don't really feel like he's ever going to have the success of, like, the whole, like, conspiracy shit. Yeah. Because that was huge. That was, like, a major milestone of last year. Yeah. That was the biggest makeup release, which, funny, remember how I told you we'd know if Jeffree Star Cosmetics was in trouble by Black Friday if, like, they started doing buy one, get one? Yeah. They already did it. Really? There, when he released the new shades of concealer, it was buy one get one, and Free? They, yes. Oh wow! And the palettes, everything except Orgy was thirty percent off. Wow! So it's like he's trying to get rid of product, and with all this drama going on, it's like, is that business really going to be fucked? I mean, people will still buy the makeup, but like, 
it's I don't know. It just it's not selling out like it used to. Like even when there's sell like sales like that, mm-hmm. people aren't buying it. So like that says a lot. Well, maybe this should be his um, voice of reason to be like, let me slow down my spending. I think he just <laughs> fucked up and he has so many launches because he says he still has two more launches of this year. Because uh, he probably already has them all made in production, yeah. so he can't stop them. He has to keep going. That's why he's doing buy and get ones, because he just wants he wants his inventory to get low before he puts them out. Right. He's probably going to come out with some sort of Halloween collection, I'm sure. I'm sure, or mystery boxes, but who knows? Like, with all this drama shit, like... I mean, I'm not buying from him. No. I can't deal with him no. right now. I least. feel, like, gross, like, spending money on his shit now. Yeah, the um, ColourPop Hocus Pocus collection. I don't know if you saw that. I did see it. I guess it sold out in world record timing. Apparently, it sold out in under five minutes. I know. I'm like, how can anyone get that? That's fucking crazy. You know people bought it to flip. Yeah, I guess it sold out. The Someone posted saying about how it was the most fast selling makeup that has come out this year. That's how quick they sold the Hocus Pocus collection. I'm not surprised. The packaging was beautiful. I mean, the makeup was great. I wanted the palette. The palette's so pretty. The palette looked pretty. The names are cool. I'm like, I don't know they're going to restock before Halloween. I'm sure they might because this fucking probably sold so many units of that shit. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's so off topic. Well, not really off topic, but like we're kind of talking about the makeup world. We are talking about beauty gurus. That's kind of what Jeffrey Star wants. His his um his makeup line to do now to yeah. sell out in under five minutes. But yeah, not, and that ain't happening anymore. He's not gonna have that for a while. At least no. for a while, unless he owns up to his fucking shit, which he won't do. Because you know he's the victim in every situation he's in. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm not gonna lie, the guy that's involved in this, the basketball player. Oh yeah. Like, the basketball player. Like, I just feel like I want to hear his side of the story. and oh, I yeah. And I want to hear, like, what happened. I And I truly do feel like he deserves to have a platform to talk about it. But it sounds super shitty to say this, but, like, I just feel like, based off of everything that's going on, I don't know if I would 100% even really believe him. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know if, like, I would even take what he's saying and and run with it because I feel like he has his own motives himself. And that's like the only problem I have with really giving him like the time of day, but I'm still interested in hearing it. And I do think that like he deserves to be heard. I just, I don't know. I just feel like, I I feel like he is kind of playing him a bit much, which he should. Honestly, I don't feel bad for Jeffree Star. Like, he got burnt, and that's what, because, like, when he was on his Snapchat rat, he was like, you know, people are just like, ha, ha, ha. Like, if you really feel that way about a person, like, that's on you. And it's like, no, people are laughing, not because you got robbed. Yeah. Because, not necessarily because you got played. It's because, literally, everyone told you this was going to happen, and you said, shut your fucking mouth, you don't know anything about me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what people are saying. You got with the... Pro- not even necessarily... I wouldn't even call them problematic. You got with the drama situation, and mm-hmm. then you got fucking burned by it. Yep. Now, I wonder if the girlfriend and that dude kind of are in it together. I think so. I would Like, they so. need a payday. Because right when she started getting interviews and stuff like that, it came out she was a model. She was this, of she course. was that. Everyone's a model. Yeah, and, like, the way that guy, like, posts, like, he's obviously trying to get deals. Yeah. Oh, going back to those fake accounts, 
Like, they're charging, like, $25 for promo, and it's just, like, who the fuck is... I mean, people are doing it. People are, like, promoting their, like, OnlyFans and stuff like that. But it's just, like, who's ever gotten these fake accounts? They're making money. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're... So, that's why... Yeah, it's an obvious payday. That's uh, that's why I want to hear what he has to say, but I'm also in the mindset of being, like, well, it's clear that you just want your cake and you want to eat it, too. But, and again, I'm not saying that because I feel bad for Jeffrey at all, because Jeffrey pays his friends. There's so many people in the YouTube slash Instagram influencer world who said straight up, like, when I became friends with Jeffrey, he spoiled me. He bought me luxury designer handbags. He took me shopping. He would give me money because I was just starting off in the world of LA and in the world of YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I was an influencer. I was trying to be a beauty influencer. And he kind of helped me. He helped me establish, like, a lot of the friendships I have now and all this stuff. And they admitted, like, I appreciated the help. But they also said that then they realized how kind of shitty of a person he was. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to be associated with him anymore. So they just kind of took what he gave them and he ran with it. And he honestly will probably say that he's helped a lot of people's careers because he was like, I was the only person that was ever nice to them when they came to LA. Like, that's right. always what he talks about. But I, I just feel like he, knowing he's that type of person, like, you would think that he would put caution to the wind and be a little bit more guarded and safe with, like, what he's doing. But it's like, he wants to prove such a point to people that he's willing to, like, put that out in the world even if it doesn't work out and if it doesn't work out he's gonna have a story behind why it didn't work out because he needs to have a backup plan in case his mindset behind it goes south like that's truly what I believe is happening is like he probably knew in his head that this couldn't end bad but he wanted to prove people wrong and that didn't work out for him so now his story is well I was a victim I got stolen from and I got things taken away from me when I was like oh honey you probably bought all that shit for him and at the end of the day, you look like a fucking damn fool because he wants something to do with you. Mm-hmm. He, he walked away before you could, like, throw him away. But that was already something in his head that he knew he probably had to say going into it. Yeah. I, I think he ha- is somebody who definitely is malicious in that sense of, like, I already have a story. I already have this set up in case things don't go the way that I want them to go. Good people don't have to constantly tell you how they're a good person. Exactly. And that's what he always does. Even when he was, like, randomly giving, like, the $10,000 away to, like, people, he made a point to, like, comment that the one person he gave money to had talked shit about him online. Oh, yeah. So Uh, it's just like, okay, dude. I can't stand people like that. Just fucking do it. Like, if you if you are who you say you are, then it'll show in your actions, not your fucking words. And he's been doing that a lot lately, where he's constantly bringing up how much money and how much charity he does for people. And it's just, like, it, it doesn't look good. No. Like, it doesn't. Like, well, good that you're helping himself. people, but, like, why are you talking about yeah. it? It's not a brag. Exactly. I agree with that. He Because, you know, he, he feels like he, he's insecure. And he knows that there's a ton of people out there that probably have a lot to say about him. And might not ever will. I'm sure there's a group of people that probably are too scared to say something. Oh, yeah. But well, apparently everyone signs NDNA, or uh, what is it? N- oh, they go NAs, house, I think. Whatever, I think like non-disclosure agreements, however the fuck you say it. Um... I wonder, if he, I wonder if he made this guy sign Yeah, up. because there's text messages <clears throat> where he messaged him and was like, my lawyer has screenshots of all this. You send, you signed, like, a... But 
But at the same time, I heard that, like, those, like, non-disclosure agreements, I heard they really don't mean fucking shit. Really? Like, I mean, it takes money to sue someone, okay? Yeah. Yes, Jeffree Star has endless money. But at the end of the day, this guy has nothing. So yeah. if he sues him, what's he going to sue him for? Yeah. Like, the guy already has nothing. If anything, it's just for Jeffrey to prove to people that he was malicious. And I keep up with it. I read about it. I try to figure things out. But at the end of the day, I'm like, this is so bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's just bizarre. And I'm like, no, no real person lives this way. No. This isn't a real person. It is problem. pretty funny how, like, he had that, um... Like, when he was first seeing that guy, he was like, you know, real life isn't as entertaining as, like, the fantasy world people want to make up it is. And it's just like, your life's literally a reality TV show, <laughs> exactly. dude. Oh, well. I have a squirrel update. Oh, okay. From earlier. Yeah, it's dead. In the words of Bugs Bunny, that's all, folks. Oh, wait. That was fucking Porky Pig. God damn it. Oh, fucking well. I don't care. Whatever. The podcast is over with. I'm annoyed.